Yo, and welcome back to another episode of Talking Smith. How the fuck are you going? I hope you're alive. I hope you're well. I hope I hope you're having a good day. I hope you, whatever you're listening to this, whatever date, whatever time it might be, I hope you're having a nice fucking day. And I'm glad you're back to listen to the Talking Smith podcast. And I'm going to start off with a wee with a wee thing here, folks. Like I always do, I always start off with with, with a wee sentence that I say at the very start. And I thank you for your continued support. I got a lot of new people listening to the podcast, and honestly, I, I never expected this to go as far as it has. I've had a lot of messages messages from different like podcasters around Northern Ireland that would like me on to talk absolute dung. And that's what I want to do. And yes, I'm going to do all these podcasts that people want me on to do. And I want them to come on to my podcast too and talk absolute shit as well. And yeah, but th- thanks for a lot of good feedback, and which will be impl- implemented in the next coming episodes. A good a good and an old friend of mine, Gareth, sent me the longest Snapchat I've ever been sent in my entire life. Telling me about wee things I, I should add to the podcast. And he's loving it. He doesn't listen to any Northern Irish podcasts. But he started listening to mine because it's me. And he's got, he knows I've got stories to tell. But yeah, big shout out to Gareth. Miss you, buddy. We'll go for coffee soon when you get your course done. Um, much love. And then again, for those for those people as well that were sending the podcast to all their mates. Saying, hey, look, look what this dick is doing here. This fucking stupid, isn't it? I want to thank you personally as well. Now, I have thick skin. Take the piss out of me all you want. But thank you for promoting the podcast even more than I am. By you sending it to your mates, thinking you're being a wee fucking legend, being like, oh, look at this dick's doing here. And some of them are friends too, which now I know aren't friends. A lot of them have been sending it to, like, I've seen the message you've been sending to those that you think aren't going to fucking turn around and tell me what you're saying. And there's a couple of them that I know a wee bit too well, and they, 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 should, they, they, know, they know that they shouldn't fucking, they shouldn't be at that. And but yeah, I, I, I want to thank you. Keep sharing this. Keep sharing it. Keep taking the piss out of it. That's what I want. It means that I'm making an impact. It means that I know exactly what I'm doing. Send it to all your mates and take the piss out of it. Let them listen to it. Let them enjoy it, and let them realize that it's actually fucking pretty good. It's it's a good laugh. It's just me talking shit, and I don't I don't know why people do this. I don't know why people fucking like to shit on the things that people are trying to do to. Just to, one, I do it for fun. Two, you have no expectations for it. Three, it's going somewhere. And four, why shit on that there? I could shit on a lot about other people. But I don't. Because I'm not an asshole. But yeah, lads, keep sharing it, keep taking the piss out of it. I do actually have one of the messages that's been sent between two people in regards to podcasts. And I quote... Here, wait till you to see what this wanker's at now. Has he got nothing better to be at? Sounds like a right cunt. He's a clown. I know this person. I have done for a long time. And I'm not going to shit all over him. Yes, it's a him. And I hope he's listening to this now, to be honest. He's a, you, have a right to your, you, you have a right to your opinion, mate. But why shit all, shit all over it? Why, why, just, why just not say to yourself, Nah, it's a little dung. I'll not, I'll, not, I'll not bother watching that. Or let's not watch that, listen to that. But, obviously you have no fucking sense of humour about you. 
you personally, if you've increased my viewership, I've got a load of new Instagram followers on the daily. People I don't know are telling me how much they've loved the podcast and keep up the good work. And it's amazing. People I've never met are showing me more support than a clown that I thought was my friend. And that's, and that's mental. And that, that, that is absolutely mental. So, I'm not going to go on even more about this. It just, it just goes to show you that loyalty's dead, to be honest. Loyalty is absolutely dead. And you never know who you can trust these days. Now, in the place that I've worked, I work at now, I've met so many new people, so many new friends, and so many people, so many, some, some of those people have shown me more support in the last three months than you've done in a fucking lifetime. So, mate, all I want to say to you is keep sharing, keep listening, keep taking the piss, keep spreading it about the country. You're doing me a favour, favour, and all the best. Good luck. All the best for your future. Encouragement. Encourage people. Don't shame them. No wonder, like, people these days give up on things they want to do so quickly because assholes like that just shit all over things. I don't know why he's getting on like that, to be honest, but I'm going to let you do your thing. Promote the fuck out of it for me. And you have a nice day, big man. Anyway, swiftly moving on. What is today? Today is May the 4th day. May the 4th be fucking with you. Star Wars day. Fucking Star Wars day. Now I have a Star Wars related nickname. Which is part of one of the questions today. Because Big Galvy sent it in. And I will explain why I'm called that shortly. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about... Star Wars real quick. It's a pile of wank. I have a serious, serious, serious love-hate relationship with Star Wars. And a lot of people are going to take the piss out of me for that, but that's fine. That's okay. Take the piss. I have a right to my opinion like everybody else. I watched the first three. Alright. They were fucking brilliant. So, 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 so good. But then the the prequels came out. And the prequels weren't great. It, the prequels weren't fun. I personally didn't like the prequels. It's just... It's like, do you know what the prequels were like? The prequels were like that creepy uncle that wouldn't fucking... That, that you wouldn't go near at Christmas. You know, you wouldn't want to be left in a room alone. With, a, a, a room alone. Fucking England, Nathan. A room alone with him. Just in case he puts his pink lightsaber in your mouth. And I don't mean like back when you're a young child. I mean like now. Even me sitting as a 26 year old. Sitting in a room with that uncle. That creepy uncle. He'd still put his fucking pink pink lightsaber in you. But. It's. They're like a surprising tongue up the asshole from that uncle. Like the first three episodes are like. Oh oh, Jesus. Oh fucking great. Oh yeah. Get that in me. Yes. And then the next they're like, holy fuck, get your tongue out of my asshole, you sick bastard. And then the ones are after that, the ones after that, like the, the most recently, like The Force Awakens, The Last Jedi and that other wank one. It was like, you're just crying in the corner, rocking backwards and forwards like a fucking Indian. It's a pile of wank. I'm not, it's, it's, it's so, I, I, I hate, I fucking hate Star Wars. I hate it. First three, yes. 
Other ones, bad. They should have stopped after the first three. And then buried the other six in Portugal beside Madeleine McCann. Madness, yeah. Never be fucking seen again. Or did they even exist? We'll get into that there another fucking day. I am a firm believer that Madeleine McCann didn't actually fucking exist. But, anyway... We'll move on from Star Wars Day. May the 4th be fucking with you. And may you have a fucking blessed day. A blessed life. A blessed year. Whatever. But what is next on the list? And this is a big one. And it, evol- it involves... Uh, it involves Sunday night. And I know, what you're, I know what you're thinking. If you haven't watched it. Turn off now. But I'm going to talk about Line of Duty. The Line of Duty finale was disappointing as fuck. I wanted to quit my job. Search for the writers in the BBC. And kick the living fuck out of them. And shoved a steel, a rusty steel dildo straight up their fucking hole. And boot them in the ass. It was fucking dreadful. I wanted to repeatedly repeatedly stab myself in the dick and cry. Because it was wank. Now I'm going to spoil the end of this. So if you haven't listened or watched the Line of Duty finale. Turn off now. All the women will turn off. But I just call that the Nathan Smith effect. (laughs) Become drier than the Sahara sir. Drier than the Sahara. Anyway. How in the under fuck is Ian Buckles H? It doesn't. I'm go. I'm going speechless again, like I fucking was on Sunday night. It doesn't make it. It doesn't make sense. Right, he was a bent copper. Most coppers are bent. I know a lot, or I know none that are. Anyway, it doesn't make sense. It it, it just it just doesn't work. Now. Why have Big Nesbidon, who was Marcus Thurwell, on the screen, on, on, on the screen, just for a picture? No no proper screen time. No lines. Now, I mean, TV lines, not lines you'd find on a plate or a mirror. But lines in a script. Why why have him there and then not do anything with it? Oh, he died two weeks ago in Spain. Oh, fuck off. A load of fucking shit. Now, the writers... They knew what they were doing. They knew they would get a reaction. Just like the Game of Thrones ending, which was shite. They knew what they were doing. It was going to get a reaction regardless. And the ratings they got for... They got the ratings. Like, I think I think it was 60% or something of all the UK were watching it. On Sunday night. And the amount of things I've seen on Twitter given off about it. But people were right. People were right, but there's no such thing as bad criticism. Well, there is, but like you know what I mean. Everyone's going to be talking about it. Everyone still is talking about it. But here's who I would have liked H to have been. And to be honest, if I was watching this and this happened, I would have squealed. I would have cried. I would have kicked the fuck out of my nan. It would. We need to say right. So imagine this, right? Here's the setting. Here's the thing. Do you know that bit where Chloe comes in to give Steve Arnott and Hastings the 
evidence to say, oh, this person writes definitely, definitely, wrong. Right, just before Chloe comes in, Kate Fleming gets a phone call. And she's like, oh yeah, I'll be there. Oh, no, no problem. I'll, I'm, I'm on my way right now. And she turns to Steve and she goes, I'll see you tomorrow, mate. I'll see you tomorrow, mate. Like, fuck off, mate this, mate that. Walks out of the room, right? Walks straight out and goes straight to the elevator and down she goes and she's gone. That's it. You never see her again, right? Chloe comes in and hands Hastings and Arnott that bit of evidence to say who, out of everybody in the precinct, has been writing definitely wrong for the last 10 years or whatever, right? Steve Arnott and Hastings looks at each other and goes, it can't be. Hastings makes some sort of fucking reference to Zeniskillen and fucking Roots, like, you know, something in a skill related to, uh, like, I haven't had a buzz like this since I got, uh, since I shot heroin at the, in the bus station in Zeniskillen. Something like that there, something fucking stupid. Son of a wee donkey, because everyone's fucking going on about that wee cunt. The screen fades to black, right? White writing pops up, says, two months later. We see exactly what we saw, right? We see, you know, the, the armed police van pulling up, all the armed guards coming out, somebody being walked through the through the street, through the front doors. You don't see their face. Slowly walking, walking, walking. And just as they're about to sit down, it shows their face. And it's Kate. Kate is aged the whole time. She's been a bent, bent copper from day one. People have been on her trail from day one, but she's always covered her tracks well. Yes, Ian Buckles could have been her fucking fall guy for the whole thing. But she was the main person behind it all at all times. She moved from AC12 to keep an eye on Joe, Ian and fucking Pulkington, or whatever you call that wee rat-looking bastard. I would have shot my thumb. Nobody would have expected it. I completely, completely and utterly hidden in plain sight, but like... The BBC's the BBC is used to like hiding people in plain sight. Look, look at fucking Jimmy Salvo, for example, and all the rest of them bosses that were fiddling kids around those days. But I would have shot myself. How good would that have been, right? The most loved character. People always cared about her. People never expected her, but she played her card so close to her chest that she was aged the whole time, and nobody would have had a fucking clue. Not a fucking clue. I would have cried. But it would have been a fucking far better end than that, than that there. And then I see already as well that fucking... The BBC have come out to say they're going to do another series. I... I, I can't. I, I, I can't watch another series Lion Duty. I really can't. If, if, if I, like, persevere and watch another series of... Lying duty for another seven weeks. And they give us another fucking wank. Wankity wank 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 finale like that. I will go on a fucking murdering spree. People will be getting fucking kneecapped. I couldn't. I, 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 I fucking. I'll, I'll fly over there. And I'll find wee Steve Arnott and Adrian Dunbar and all them bastards. And I'll just start kicking fuck at them. I couldn't be arsed. I could not be arsed. But Lion Duty finale, shite. Never again. There's so many different things that the writers could have done, but they didn't do it because they are ball bags. Absolute 
Ball bags. Right next up. Now here's a. I've got some good news, ladies and gents, and all those listeners that are in between. The pubs are back open. Celebrate good times, come on! Fucking, they are back. And I've never been so happy. So I finished work on Saturday night. I know what, I went for a cheeky Guinness. One Guinness, and that, well, I won Guinness. Just for the old time's sake, and it and it was. Oh, I can't put in towards how to describe how glorious that fucking pint was. It got me hard. Eight fucking months. Eight long fucking months. Eight long dry months. And I'm ta- I'm not talking about Guinness either, folks. No. <laughs> Big man here hadn't had a pint of Guinness in a long time. That I, I actually fucking forgot what it looked like. I forgot what it smelt like. I forgot how it tasted. As it was poured, I couldn't take my fucking eyes off it. I was in a trance. It's like I'm like it's like I seen the most beautiful woman in the world on the dance floor. I couldn't keep my eyes off her. Stalking it. It was lush. I couldn't get enough of it. She was mine and mine alone. I carried that wee minx out to the table. I set her down. I winked at her. I told her how beautiful she looked. I rubbed my hands together and took my first mouthful. Is it getting hot in here or is it just fucking me? The mouthful went down so well. So fucking well. My mate turned to me and he said, Well, Smitty, how was that? And my response was the following. I haven't had a creamy head like that since I read your ma. I was back. I was home. I could have sat there in that ambience all night and not moved. As everyone laughed around me. It was brilliant. But the following fucking morning. Before I went to back. Went back to work. I quickly realised that I shouldn't drink Guinness again. My arsehole was like a fucking sleeping bag in the wind. It was fucking disgusting. If I if you dipped your finger in the water. And rubbed it around my arsehole. It went. Ooh. <laughs> What do you call that? <laughs> what do you call that fucking thing where people are like they got a load of different cups of water and all, and they play music and all, but tapping water, tapping the edges of the fucking glass and all. <laughs> it was it was bad. My stomach, my, my stomach couldn't handle it again. Like I, I can, I can put my drink away, but two pints of Guinness and my arsehole was was in tatters. It, it, was, it, was, it was struggling. The toilet bowl looked like a fucking Jackson Pollock. It was, it was awful. But right enough, like, I'm glad everything's back open. I'm glad I got to see loads of people again. And for those couple of hours, it felt like the, the world was fucking normal. It felt like everything was fine. It felt like nothing in the world was happening. And I enjoyed myself. 
I really did enjoy myself, and I'm I'm really glad to hear that every 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 other place in the town is open again. And I wish them all the success in the world. And again, please, 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 please shop local. Please shop local. Boris is uh, Boris has also come out to uh, like inform the UK that social distancing laws won't exist in June. But that doesn't matter to me. People have been social distancing themselves for me for years. Even before the fucking virus. <laughs> Women especially tend to fucking run. But I'm still baffled. This June, you know, we, we can't talk to anybody or, 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 you know, we can't talk to anybody till June or anything. Social distancing laws are going to be out the window come June. But I'm still baffled as to how smart this virus is. Like once June comes, this fucking virus is going to fuck off. And we can hug people and do whatever the fuck we want. If that's the case, just open the place now and let us do whatever the fuck we want. Please. Because it's just... Again, I said I'm not going to go into fucking COVID shit. I don't want to. I really don't. I really don't want to. But it's just, it's just martial law. It's just control. That's all it fucking is. That's all it fucking is. The rich get richer and the poor get poorer. And that's what I'm going to say about it anymore. I'm buzzing for it, right? I'm buzzing that we're slowly getting back to our normal selves. And I'm buzzing for that first night out with everybody. Because it'll be one, it'll one, be one of the messiest weekends of our fucking lives. And two, it'll be a, it'll be a week-long hangover. And I'm buzzing. And I'm buzzing. And today I'm going to talk about a story that happened to me when I was up in university. Yeah, and this 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 is a good one, and I I, I hope I hope you do sit back and enjoy this, right? So I went to uni for one year, one year, right? I had my Van Wilder year there. Drank myself stupid and had a fucking good old time, and like a lot of things went down in university. A lot of things went down. I don't remember the half of it to be honest, but the stories that I do remember are fucking wild. They really are wild, and here is one of them, like, um, so ladies and gentlemen, grab onto your seats, grab onto your seats, sit back, relax, and enjoy story time with Nathan. One night, me and the crowd that I used to run about with in university, we were all day drinking, so we are all day drinking, we skipped classes and just went in the piss. And it was great. It was a fuck. It was a fucking great day. Drank all day. We went out to Kelly's and all that night. Rest in peace, Kelly's. By the way, can't believe that place is fucking gone. I'm. I'm actually got it. I really am got it. Kelly's is gone. I never missed a Kelly's Wednesday. I'm got it. Really, really, really am got it. Like you went into those toilets, and it was like a fucking candy shop, you know. Your wee lad up in the corner, fucking spraying people with aftershave, and constantly fucking saying things like, you know, no spray, no day, no splasher, no gasher, two spray, one for each head. Then he would have put his hand in his back pocket and shouted, who needs the gear, my friend? And you could have went in for a piss, came out an hour later. With the jaw swinging so hard, you'd have thought fucking Tyson had knocked the fuck out of you. The jaw just hadn't stopped moving. It was absolute fucking mayhem in those toilets. 
don't know what the girls' toilets were like. They probably had fucking pan music and all in there. And like, you know. We thought it was a fucking cigarette machine, but it wasn't a cigarette machine in the corner. So I went into Kelly's. Danced night away. It was a fucking great night. It really was a fucking great night. I've never had a bad night in Kelly's, right? We all ended up, ended up going back to some random fella's house. He said he had loads of drinks and other luxuries that I do, do not partake in. But the house was fucking filthy. Absolutely fucking stinking. The smell of it alone would have genuinely knocked you the fuck out. It was just pure ammonia. You know what I mean? It was like something fucking died in it. And I was genuinely going to ask the fella who he had buried under the floorboards. Because it was just fucking wretched. And it was just the hallway too. Just the hallway. I don't know what the fuck was going on there. But the place needed a fucking clean. But anyway. We got into the kitchen. They were all drinking. And looking into the mirrors. As you know. I was just sitting there drinking away. Enjoying myself. Laughing at all them. Ones freaking the fuck out. And doing whatever else they were doing. But the fella. He came over to me. The fellow down the house came over to me. And he goes, well, lad, what's your name? What's your name? And I goes, Philip. Was I fuck telling that mad fucking bastard what my name was? He looked like... Did you ever see that documentary on Vice about Pazuzu? The the guy, the, the fucking guy that owned that satanic, sat, satanic house in fucking America somewhere? He's called Pazuzu. He, he, he cut his tongue and all and air piercings and all everywhere. He just, he just, he was just awful looking. He looked like him. And he goes, here mate, you're the one that's not fucked up here. I need you to go down the street to this girl's house and grab something off her. And I was like, nah man, I'm not fucking leaving here and doing that shit. Like, fuck out there. And he goes, here look. No, it's literally, it's just a bag of stuff. Just go out and get it. Please. He goes, here's 50 quid. That's for you. Go down. It's already paid for it. Just go down, grab it and come back. Signed. So I said, right, fuck it. 50 quid. He gave me, he told me where it was. It was literally 10 doors down. So I said, fuck it, I'll do it. Easy 50 quid. Nobody about. Pitch black. I'll be fine. Went down to the person's house. And I knocked the door. And this nice, tall, beautiful woman answered the door. Right? She was fucking lovely looking, right? Really, really, really beautiful. But she had like multicolored dreadlocks. <laughs> she had multicolored dreadlocks. And she just fucking, she smelled of tattoos and violence. Honestly, she she looked like she'd been through the fucking wars. She was beautiful, mind you, but she but like she'd back you to the fucking hell. She'd kick the fuck out anybody, like all covered in fucking tattoos and piercings all over. And she looked like she was in the fucking. She looked like she was into some fucking freaky shit. She was game as a badger, like she fucking. She, she, aye, she was game, like I'll not get into any of that more anymore. That there. She liked the look of me. And I don't know, she, like, she fucking told me straight away. And, yeah, she, t- she, t- she just started talking to me and asked me what my name was. And I told her my name was Philip and stuff. But it wasn't telling her my fucking real name. Not a fucking chance. But she told me it's like she liked to be fucking cut and choked and all. I'm I, I not into that. I, I couldn't choke somebody now. Not a fucking chance. Because one, I'd be afraid of being too good at, good at it. Right? I'm afraid of being too good at it. And two, I don't think I could stop. <laughs> Uh, I don't think I could stop. Not a fucking chance. So, this conversation was happening in the open air at the fucking front door. She goes, why don't you come in? And I was like, oh. 
I don't particularly want to. But I reluctantly went in. Went into the kitchen and all and fucking sat talking away at her. She goes, these are, these, are, these are for the man up the road there. He's beef head for these and all. And it was a massive bag of mushrooms. Like, I like I mean fucking huge. Like, like, like massive. Like, take all the mushrooms you see in the Tesco, in Tesco's fucking veg stand, right? More than those. Unbelievable. I've never seen a bigger bag of mushrooms before in my entire life. Alright? She grabbed me, grabbed my belt, and shoved the bag right down in the front of my boxers. And she gave me a wee grab on her way back up, and I was like, you dirty bitch, you, you, you know what you're fucking out there. And she, she just looked at me and started laughing. And I started laughing too, I says, right, I'm away. And she goes, wait one second, one second. She took two paces back, looked me up and down, and just took her top off. Now, that was a nice view, not, not going to get me wrong, pierced and all. Brilliant. Fucking tattoos all over them. And then she took her shorts off and she was standing there nothing but this fucking like nice red thong. And don't get me wrong, it was nice to look at. I could tell because my body was having a reaction to what I was seeing in front of me. And she said something that fucking just killed the mood completely. She looked me dead in the eye and she said, Do you want to see my roadkill? Now I thought to myself, What the fuck are you doing bringing roadkill home to the house? But then it fucking quickly dawned on me. I was stupid. I had never heard a fanny called roadkill before. She took off her knickers and she... she, she <laughs> she, she took off her knickers and she showed me it. It looked like a gorilla's face. But this gorilla had fucking piercings everywhere. <laughs> but anyway, I left the house an hour later. Everyone was wondering what I was at, where I was at. And I suppose listeners are wondering where I was at too, but I'm not fucking telling you. I was away for an hour, an hour and a half. And I got back and gave the fella these mushrooms. And he started handing them out like fuck. Everyone munching away on these mushrooms. I said no to them. I, I'm not into that stuff. Like I don't, I'm not into hallucinogenics or any other fucking drugs. Not, not for me. Couldn't be arsed. But I said I wasn't going to take them. Because one, I'm an evil wee bastard. And two, I wanted to freak everybody the fuck out. While they were all fucking off their heads. So that was okay. I wanted to fuck off. I wanted to fuck with them all. They were all winged. It was fucking hilarious. Everyone's sitting there, staring at each other and laughing and all, and for no and for no reason whatsoever. They were all just fucking gone. So I started fucking with them all. I started fucking with them, like walking up behind them and all, and like whispering in their ear. Your mum's outside. Your dad's here. What are you doing? How fucking dare you? You look so fucking weird. Just doing wee fucking things they got there. Like going out in the corridor and barking and pretending to be a fucking violent dog and stuff. And knocking the front door and back door and they are freaking out thinking, oh, what the fuck's going on? Shouting through the letterbox, here's the police, the police, police. But then I was I was getting bored of it because they were fucking freaking out and roaring and squealing and I couldn't, I couldn't be fucking arsed anywhere. So that was fine. So, <laughs> it was a massive forest out the back of the house. 
and it was it was sort of it was pretty early morning like it's, it's, it started the sun was coming up and it was a wee bit warm so it says right fuck it let's go outside and we'll play hide and seek and they were like oh no fuck that there and he says look take another handful of mushrooms there and the winner gets 100 quid if uh, the last person found gets 100 quid they were like all oh, right diggle no bar no bar they all went inside and took off running into this massive forest giggling away fucking loving them loving life enjoying themselves and I started to count to 100 really, really, really loudly. And shouted, ready or not, here I come. And I just left. I just fucked off and went home. I just went to, I left them all there. And I left uni two weeks later. And I haven't seen them since. But I know they're all alive and well. Because I got a text the next day saying, you wanker, I was hiding for three fucking hours from you. <laughs> I was one. I wonder... At what point did they realise I wasn't going to come fucking find them? Literally, as soon as I counted to 100, I had the fucking taxi and all booked, and I was fucking away. Them all sitting hallucinating in this fucking massive forest, thinking there's somebody's going to fucking find them. They must have been freaking the fuck out. Freaking the fuck out. And I haven't seen any of them since. And I'm not even that fussed. But fuck me, it was funny. It was funny. Right, we're getting to the end of the episode here. We've got questions and stuff to do here as well. In quarter thirty three minutes, I'm I'm liking this. I'm getting used to it. I'm getting used. To it. I've like, I read. I sat down last night, and I wrote down all the stories that I have to tell, and people that I want to get on with the podcast, and the podcast that I'm going to go on to and talk about different things. And I've been taking my writing a lot more seriously. And I hope you. I hope by people listening to this here realize that I am enjoying it a lot more. I'm getting more confident and confident in it as well. And it's great. I am really enjoying it. Really am, and I've I've full intentions of doing this. But anyway, what's the future plans for the episode? Well, I have my gear ordered. Now I want to say gear. I mean podcast gear, not fucking consumable gear. Uh, my first guest coming on the podcast at the end of the month. And she is well known about the podcasters community. Very well known. And she's going to come on and talk about retail stories with me. Now I won't tell you who it is just yet. There will be an announcement coming up soon. What else need to... Uh, oh, I've made a new Instagram as well. Which is now live. It's just Talking Smith Podcast. All one word. Um... Give that a follow as well. I'm going to slowly transition everything over to that one. and Everything podcast related over to that one. Um, because I, I, I want to separate... I don't want to separate social life from podcast life. but Because they're all one and the same thing. Um, yeah, I, I, I just think it's, it's a lot better. It's more focused on one thing. That, that, that Instagram, if you know what I mean. I don't want to, I don't want to mix the two of them. But anyway, we'll dive into questions here. Big Stevie Gav. Big Stevie Gav. The big bear. The big man-eater himself. Why are you called Ewok? You evil, evil bastard. Stevie. Ewok, happy Star Wars Day. You fucking worked that one out well. I've had a lot of nicknames in the time. A lot of them. Some of them funny. Some of them not so funny. But Ewok stands out. <laughs> Mr. Gav himself gave me this nickname well well the lads gave me the nickname the lads gave me the nickname because they seen me naked one day and 
because I'm short, I am hairy all over, ladies. <laughs> hairy all over, you know what I mean? <laughs> Grip on and ride the white rabbit. And I make stupid noises when I'm rode off, just like a fucking Ewok. Just like a fucking Ewok. How ridiculous is that? But yeah, that's, that's my nickname, Ewok. Feel free to call me that if you would like. Feel free. I'm easy. I don't care. The Mitch send sending a message in there again, sending a shout. The Mitch, I, I she's so much crack. Mitch, I'm gonna sorry. I'm gonna say sorry for my antics on Saturday night. <laughs> I'm sorry. Anyway, you sent me a link link which I watched in advance. On a spite. This is this is fucking good, like. An Ann Summers worker had a lady come in and steal a display case dildo and pleasure herself in the changing rooms. The dirty bitch. Everyone has their kink, right? I get that. But I've I've, I've questions. How big was it? Was it like was it like one of those dragon dildos? You know what I mean? It doesn't look like a normal dick, but it looks like a dragon's dick with all the fucking big grooves and fucking veins and all on it. I wonder if... <laughs> and like, a display dildo. Like, the woman said in the video that it was all dusty. Like, like I've, I've never been to Alan Summers. Like, do they have all these things just fucking sitting out? Like, for everybody to look at and use and touch? Like, if it, is a display case not fucking locked up? I don't know. But I want to know what size of fucking dildo this woman took into the fitting rooms. And battered the blurt off herself with. Look, everyone, like, everyone has their kink. That's fine. But fuck me. Go in and buy a fresh one and go elsewhere. Go back, go to the comfort of your own home. Go in, turn the lights down real nice and low, mood lighting. Stick some fucking freaky porn on the TV or whatever you want to fucking watch. It might be fucking Paw Patrol or something. Watch whatever you want. And go watch yourself like the fucking hounds of hell. And fill your boots. Just do what you fucking need to do. But... <laughs> fucking dirty bitch. That's actually disgusting. I wonder if you he could hear her. Like here in the fucking change rooms. You know... <laughs> uh, I wonder if you he could hear her. I'd love to know whether you could hear her or not. Mitch, find out more about that. Find out if... the if I knew there was a video, no fucking don't. Jesus, don't. don't. Security footage of her battling the blurt off herself in the fucking change room. Dirty, dirty, dirty girl. No, I I remember I used to work in a local pound shop in Dungannon Town. And I can't say the name of it. But I'll call it Soundland. Right? And we started actually selling fucking like small vibrators one day. And this, I think they still do. I'll find out first. So well, I'll find out face later on. Um and it was hilarious, like it was funny. People started finding out. And all these like older men all came in to buy these things. But they had the dis- the, the the disguise of the century, you know. That disguise that you wouldn't know who the fuck it is behind that fucking you wouldn't know who it is, you looking at them. They were wearing a hat and a pair of sunglasses. Oh, threw me every time. Didn't know Big Robert coming in every day fucking buying that fucking dildo with a dirty hair. And one man even asked me, like, one day if we're getting any bigger ones in. Like, what the fuck? Alright, each to their own. That's fine, but fuck me. 
go elsewhere. Not fucking Soundland. Dirty bastard. Right, Perry. Perry, Perry, Perry. My Scottish princess. Back again. If Hollywood made a movie based on my life, what would it be called and which actor would play you? Um. Oh, easily Jack Black. Apparently me and him look like each other. I've got that a lot. But I think he would be brilliant at, at, at acting like me. And the name of the movie. Um, the Life of a Mindless Header. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> like, like, Perry, come on. The movie itself would be fucking wild. Like, how many stories have I told you? And if they could all be, like, put into a movie and acted out by somebody and, like, go to the actual locations of where all these things happened, it would be fucking a hit sellout. Hollywood would fucking bat in a heartbeat. Walking the red carpet. Perry, obviously, you'd have to be there. You'd have to be my plus one. But, yeah. Jack Black. A life. The life of a mindless header. I just all these fucking stories with stupid shit that's happened to me. And that's it, folks. I'm going to end it right there. I'm going to end it right there. People are wondering. I'm sure, I'm sure you're wondering where I'm recording this today. I'm recording this at Peatlands Park. Again. Yeah. Peatlands Park. Fucking love Peatlands Park. It's so nice out. Well, it was raining earlier on, but it's still nice out. But that's it, folks. As always, have a nice day. Wake up tomorrow morning. You win your morning, you win your day, and good luck. Have a good one. Peace out.